Welcome everybody to What's Up Fandom. I'm your host Josh, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, a man who needs no introduction because his name is literally in the show notes in the title, so I don't know why you would click on it if you know you don't know who it is. We have Mr. Nick Wolfhard. How's it going, Nick? I'm I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it is 11:55. Woke up about half 20 20 minutes about 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago. But you know what? Um, I feel like that's the current mood for uh, for this year as of what. We're all at home. We're all just chilling. And as long as we've got our stuff together for when we need to work, that's all good. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I was up at eight. Yeah. But you got your I, but stuff. I, I, you got, I you got had, it together. You, I mean, well, I also had a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> so. Listen, yeah, listen, when I need to when I need to work. When I need to get up, I'll I'll put on a show. I'll I'll work. I'll get up when I'm supposed to. I'm just I'm just saying. If I know I'm gonna be ready to go, I'll do. I'll I'm ready to go. I'll do it. <laughs> I will say for someone who woke up like 20 minutes ago, you sound perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um. He's had I, four things of uh like four cups of coffee since we've been chatting. But no, I mean, you know what happened? That's just uh that's that's just my natural brain kicking in and like knowing <laughs> I I need to. I need to like <laughs> go into go into uh to work mode, interview mode cuz um back when I did like the last two um the last two books for uh last two books, last two seasons um Netflix well, well, it'll be like Avatar. We'll be like Avatar. We'll yeah, 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 that's exactly we'll that's what it, I yeah. that's what I tell that's what I tell everyone. Um Netflix uh you know and they 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 want they want us to call it books, which makes sense because that's what it, it's officially called, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure it yeah obviously that that's how it's going to be marketed. So we call it books. But uh, for book one and two, we did a ton of I did a ton of press. So I uh, you know I I would sometimes wake up just like half an hour prior, maybe two hours prior, just depending on just like depends, and I would you know just be like okay brain. Expand, <laughs> become smarter. Hundred percent of brain energy, please. And I, I, uh, I get to work. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the way to do it. Uh, I mean, it's especially with interviews, because I mean, like, I haven't done. I mean, we we, we do interviews and stuff. Like, we used to do interviews at cons when those were a thing. Uh, they don't exist anymore. Um, but <laughs> when like when we did stuff like that, like, I just know from. What we did on the press side, all of the different interviews that you guys would have to do, especially like at one of those things where it's like, yeah, they've they've got me and then there's like four other interviews within like 30 minutes of each other. And then they still have to go do signings and all that stuff. So I do not envy you guys on that at all. Yeah, we actually um, we did one signing session uh, last year at uh, at a Comic Con, a big one. And it was we weren't Brag expecting about it, to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. we weren't having. We it was right before book one dropped and uh, or came out, and we were not expecting to have like that many people. It was there were tons of kids cosplayed as as the characters. It was like all these kids who had already read the books before the show had even come out. It it was so like heartwarming and and like touching, and uh, you know we did a bunch of signing and then we did a panel and we had a couple hundred people. So it was very. Um, I guess uh, what's 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 the word? Not overwhelming, but uh, well, I guess a little just like amazing to see, because yeah. just to just to see all those people like come out and um, oh oh what, yeah I know I know the word I'm looking for. 
it's uh uh whatever it's the opposite of uh, egocentric <laughs> Uh, humbling, yeah, I guess humbling. Humbling's humbling. okay. the word. I'm about to say, for. bro, I'm no wordsmith, so I mean, I'm yeah. gonna let you try for it because I'm just gonna sit back and be like, yeah, whatever he says. Yeah, hopefully we hopefully <laughs> can cut around those twenty seconds. Of oh nonsense. no, we don't edit in this podcast. Gotcha. <laughs> that involves work. Yeah, I don't uh, like editing either. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, so Nick, uh, we're, we're let's let's chat a little bit about you. Um, so, let's. Well, I mean, first off, I mean, let's go ahead and address it. Uh, you've got a, a younger brother who's also in the business. We're done with that. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, so it's always gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Bring that up. Uh, that's all we're gonna talk about. Uh, by the way, I love that whoever did your IMDb is like amazing because like I was reading everything and like at that it says like he also has a younger brother Finn who's also in the business and that was it and I was like perfect <laughs> yeah shout out That's shout it. out to um to Jennifer Sandler and Ryan Thompson Ryan Thompson is uh my manager and Jennifer Sandler helps out with uh press whenever I I need her to do stuff related to uh press so she's some whenever you know she's whenever she you know when I whenever I need her to uh help out I you know I give her a Give her a give her a ring, and she's like, you know. <laughs> so yeah, she's she needs she's to get you awesome. A page. You need a yeah, Wikipedia she, um, page. She she yeah, she does need a Wikipedia page. She's she's helped out so much in this industry. Like um, she got she did everything for book one and two regarding press. Like that was ninety nine percent of that was all her. The other one percent was me just like having friends uh or just knowing people online and being like being able to go on their podcasts, but. Yeah, she's um she gets she helps with a lot of opportunities. So. Nice. Hold so hold on, just one second for me. Oh sure. <coughs> Sorry, the uh the pollen. <laughs> I have to keep the doors open because I, I mean I'm in California, so you're in uh beautifully uh sunny Vancouver. Vancouver. Um, yeah. But we're in like a heat wave, so it's. 35c out here right now so we were we were just going through a heat wave the past uh past few weeks and august tends to be like the hottest month for us um like right in the middle of august and that's and then it's really hot for like two or three weeks and then it's just like all right we're going back to normal now and then we'll slowly get really cold so and then rain Oh boy, the rain. Dude, I miss rain. Like I came from Oklahoma where it was rainy, yeah. we had seasons. Um they didn't last very long because it was usually like hot and then cold and then nothing really in between. I don't I don't um, know a single I don't know a single Californian that doesn't like rain. It's because it's so uncommon in, yeah, in the Southern California. Here. It's yeah. it's it's so hot. And yeah. I'm like I, man, I mean, yeah, like man. the most the most I'd probably find is that they're like indifferent about it. Like if they're in like the San Francisco area, I actually should have asked my friend that uh, yesterday. Um, they uh, they came down to uh, to quarantine in uh, on an island in like Galliano just for like a couple weeks, um, just to like because they need to take care of their uh, grandmother. Mm-hmm. So um, and uh, yeah, I should and they're from that area, and I, I should have asked them like, how do you feel about rain? Because I know so many people i only ever see you every few years i sh- i needed to ask you how do you feel about rain like uh, you get, get a tattoo like on your wrist that just like ask people about rain so that we always no, remember ask all californians about, about rain exactly just any it, it, honestly yeah. if they're american ask them how they feel about rain it's just the way it goes now i just pull just pull like a an eric andre to go out on the street and be like hey how do you feel about rain exactly <laughs> yeah. just like microphone right up in the face yeah um <laughs> 
so so Nick, like, what are you like? What are you into? Like, what, what what's your what's your jam right now? I mean, I know I know you do Twitch, and I know you do you, you've got the acting. Like, what are you like super into? Uh, I have just been watching nonstop movies like every single night. Smart. And, yeah. Uh, I'm currently I'm currently taking a break from Twitch. Uh, I am I have a bunch of stuff planned that I don't know when is gonna happen. Right now, I'm just like for online stuff. But right now, I'm just like mainly focused on voiceover because I am I am just uh I'm just swamped. <laughs> to, uh, lack of a better word. I, uh, I've been, I've just been so busy with, uh, with auditions. So when I'm not doing auditions, I'm, uh, I'm playing Fall Guys and nice. I'm watching, uh, movies and I think, what did I, what did I watch the other, what did I watch the other night that was really good? I, well, I've been watching a lot of, uh, Al Pacino movies from the seventies. Like I, I okay. watched Serpico and Dog Day Afternoon, which I hadn't seen before. And, um, oh man. Uh, those are so good, like just absolute like masterpieces, especially Dog Day Afternoon. Um, do you know what those are about? Uh, I'm not Dog Day. I've seen Serpico. I've never seen Dog Day. So Dog Day is about um, two bank robbers. It's like it's a bank heist that goes wrong in like the first five minutes of the movie, and so the whole movie Classic. basically take yeah the whole movie <laughs> basically takes place in the bank, and basically kind of trying to, he's he's trying to attempt to start like a revolution for himself uh regarding his situation and you know the more it goes on the more you see how like i don't know he he's he's not a good person but he's also kind of like vulnerable as well and there there it's it's very like multi-layered like he's a very multi-layered character he's actually you know he's based off a real person that actually yeah. it was the first I think it was the first televised – I could be wrong, but it, it it's like the first big televised bank robbery or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and huh. it was – I'll yeah. have to look into that one because I've, I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. And um, actually, I know a little bit of history about that. Um, so Dustin Hoffman was actually supposed to play his character uh, because I actually watched Midnight Cowboy as well where he plays Ratso. I watched that um, before I watched this. And I noticed, because um, me and me and Finn were like listening to it, you know, brother, <laughs> and we were. That's we it. Were, That's all we. Yeah, yeah, He's he's cool. He's cool though. He's downstairs. But uh, we were we were listening to it, and it was like, he sounds like a. He's doing a Ratso voice. Like he sounds a lot like R Dustin Hoffman doing Ratso. And we found out that Pacino originally turned the role down because he just filmed Godfather Part Two, and he was so tired. Like anyone mm -hmm. would filming something like Godfather Part Two, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but uh, he found out that they got Dustin Hoffman instead, and he was like, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> like, no, I'm taking that part. I'm not letting Hoffman do it. So he t so he did end up uh, doing it. That's that's what I hear happened. Um, that's so, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome. I mean, I I was feeling nostalgic. So I was like, I wanna, I wanna watch a movie about Oklahoma, and there's not a lot. Um, yeah, the, like, you get the musical, uh, you get Twister, and then you get The Outsiders. So I was like, of the three, Twister, the I'm gonna watch The Outsiders again. I, I read The Outsiders so. in in um in school, and that's like one of the only books I read in school that I really enjoyed. Um, Smart. I mean, it's a good book. 
Yeah, I, I love it. Hey, but uh, you guys are doing – well, sorry. You guys are doing well in basketball right now, the Thunder, right? Or do you guys out? No, they they just they just they just got, they just got out. Oh <laughs> they god! Just got eliminated. Like, uh, they got eliminated. I, think... I think Wednesday night. Oh, am I thinking of either the... Wednesday or last night? It was it was last night. My, they got like, eliminated I... last night. Did... I think oh, so. It was Clippers. either last night or Wednesday night. It was one of what, the, the two. Clipper? Where are they playing the Clippers? Did they kill them? I don't know. Uh, they were playing the Rockets. Oh yeah, that was last night. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man. Well, you know, because like it was, it was, yeah. it was really funny. The the memes, uh, like when the Thunder forced a game seven, it was yeah. Russell Westbrook still. You know James, the you know you know James time. Harden and, and Russell Westbrook. It's like they're powerhouses. It's the yeah. Raptors, our team, two people that used to play for these guys and like this team, and then the team was like, "Nah, we're gonna let you go." And then, oh, like, they then they come back and bite him in the ass later. They, oh, they both played for the Thunder. Yep, Harden That's... was originally like Harden came over, I think, when they were still Seattle, and then Harden oh, man, came over, the... and it was all fear the beard and everything. I miss the Supersonics because yeah. that that was my favorite team. I know they they turned into the Thunder, but the Raptors, they're like they're our team. Um, because in Canada, it's like, well, you gotta like the Raptors because they represent the whole, they rep the whole country. And, um, yeah, they, you, you get one team. Yeah, we get one single team. <laughs> we used to have the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies are sometimes nice enough to actually wear Vancouver Grizzlies t-shirts. I think in their last game or the game before that, they wore a Vancouver Grizzlies. They're the Memphis Grizzlies now, but they wore Vancouver Grizzlies yeah. jerseys. And, um, see, I never knew that they were Vancouver. That's awesome. Yeah, they, oh man, they, they were a big deal here. Yeah, they were, they were huge back in like, they left in 2002, and I wasn't into basketball back then. I actually only recently got into it, so I'm kind of a noob when it comes to that stuff. But like, I think, like, I mean, I used to watch like games. Um, like, I, I'd watch stuff with, uh, with like the Detroit Pistons back in like, 2004 and then like the Lakers like like Kobe like I think Kobe and Shaq were on mm-hmm. the Lakers in in the early 2000s yeah Kobe the, yeah, definitely in the early was. 2000s yeah yeah Shaq Shaq he went back and forth I think between the Heat and the Lakers um right he went the, from the Lakers to the Heat uh, he and then was, back to the he Lakers. was the he was the magic he was the magic okay yeah it was, yeah he was, Le- he was okay, Orlando Okay, then I'm thinking of LeBron. Yeah, LeBron I, was Heat. LeBron was Heat. Yeah, Caval- he went from the he Cavaliers to the Heat. Yeah, he went He went Cleveland, and then he went to the Heat. He won the championship with the Heat, and then went back to the Cavaliers, and then won them the championship. Yeah, I remember I remember that now. But anyway, like, point is... Lakers. Yeah, now La- and now Lakers. Uh, that was a, I know that was like a big upset for people in Cleveland. But I know I know that... Um, like the, the reason I brought, bring that up is because last night... Um, we were, we were just, me and my brother and my mom were out and our friend, uh, Billy, who my brother does his own podcast with, which he actually just announced. He's a big, uh, basketball fan, big fan of the Raptors. So it was, the score was like, it was 104 to 102. So, but the 104 was on, uh, it was on, it was on the Celtics. So and we had 102 mm-hmm. and we thought we lost because there was like 10 se- there was like 10 seconds left and we just were like oh man that sucks and our friend texted us he was like i'm crying dude and then Finn was like show proof <laughs> but then what happened was OG Anunoby in in the last 0.5 seconds buzzer beater three pointer sunk it and won us the game 
Oh, see, that's I. I always like that's how we won state my senior year of high school. Like, oh, that's awesome. Like we were behind the entire game, and then fourth quarter, it was just like they kind of were like, yeah, doing their victory lap and everything, and so we came back. And then uh, my best friend John hits a three at the end. There's one of these cool. It hits the front of the hits the front of the rim, backboard in. There was still like a second left, so like they tried to throw it and nothing. And it was like. It was the best thing. I remember chasing him up and down the court, trying to grab him and tackle him. Uh, I was, um, I was, it was part of uh, our... Yeah, those buzzer yeah. beaters are the best. They're amazing. I, I was part of our... In elementary school, for a couple of years, I was part of uh, our basketball league, uh, I think. I sucked. I was not good. But that's probably because I don't think I was really trying. I, was, I also played hockey as a kid. Um... And uh, you know soccer as well, and I mean I played all the team sports Canadian, that all the kids. I'm 99 percent sure you're required by law to play to play hockey. <laughs> to play hockey, yeah, yeah. Speaking of hockey, got a question because Jason, Jason Simpson, good friend of the show, maybe sometimes co-host, maybe. Um, he was like, he corrected me how it's called. They're called the Toronto Maple Leafs and not the Leaves, which doesn't make any sense to me. That's true. And he's right. Do you do you know why they're called the Leafs? Um, <laughs> and why are like, they why are they the Leafs and not Leaves? Yeah, um, why is it F S and not V E S? I don't know the answer to that question, and I'm not gonna lie, Jason. I'm sorry, but I've also pronounced it Leaves in the past too, and I know it's pronounced. Le- I know it's p- spelt Leafs. I know it is, and I'll t- I think my my thoughts on why it's called Leafs is because Canadians are all individual Leafs. I don't, I don't know. It's like if you lump in the leaves together, they become leaves. If you got one leaf and you call each, uh, us leaves, that means you're a leaf, you're a leaf, you're a leaf, you're a leaf. And then, you know, you know, it's like once you once you like have an ensemble of like a ton of leaves, well, then that kind of clumps everyone together. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. That was a better and more articulate version than Jason's just cuz. So, <laughs> I mean, that I love it that works for me. <laughs> yeah. We're so, all uh, our special little leafs. Exactly. We're all leafs. Yeah. Um so so you've been watching a lot of movies, doing the voiceover, which congrats on doing the voiceover. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, I we, mean, um... I I try to do it. It's extremely difficult. Yeah, uh, I was actually especially um, in this like so so sorry real quick sorry oh, to go ahead go ahead um how how is it right now in this weird COVID loop that we're all in like how is it trying to do voiceover now as opposed to before because I mean before like to me someone who's non-unioned and everything yeah. it was a little bit easier to audition and do things and get booked in things than it is now where I feel like. There's a lot of these places that would rather work with talent that's already established than try to get some newer talent on. Um, well, I mean, for me, I've been, I've been working harder than ever. Like I, I've been, but I mean, that might just be because in like the last month and a half, I've, uh, I've gotten like a new, a new agent in Los Angeles. I'm now represented by Dean Panero talent. That being said, um, I I did, sometimes I I get like two to three auditions a day and I I I pump out like I'll stockpile them sometimes and I'll do like maybe I'll do like two one day but I'll do like f- like four or five like another day and um, the thing is 
I'll most from what I've experienced, most companies in Los Angeles are willing to record from home as long as your recording setup from home is good enough. Like I did mm-hmm. Smiling Friends a couple months ago, or that came out a couple months ago, and I actually recorded Smiling Friends using this mic, using this setup, um, and that aired on TV on Adult Swim. Um, so it's, it's definitely possible. My cat just jumped on my roof. <laughs> not my roof. I, <laughs> it's not my house technically, but, uh, yeah, the, the, it's easier in some aspects and it's harder in others because you'll have cases where they need a very, they want a very specific setup. They want, a, they want you to be in like a very specific location and, but others will be very, um, you know, just like flexible about it it's like hey as long as you have like a good setup and as long as your audition sounds like good enough for broadcast or good enough to actually get you know sound like something on the air um it's it's good enough for us but i totally i totally understand um where the specifics are coming from because you when you get those specifics you get a guarantee that it's going to be good Mm -hmm. um whereas you know, if you don't send out specifics, you kind of got to, like, search through all of them. It's like you can have, like, a really good performance, but a, but a kind of like a but a not-so-good-sounding setup. So, exactly, but yeah. if you got But if you've got both right off the bat, well, there you go. So it's, it's um, like I said, it's, but the, if we're talking just straight up the animation industry, it's not slowed down a beat. In fact, it's oh, gotten no, faster. We are, <laughs> a, we are motoring. In Vancouver, we're motoring. Spider-Verse, uh, I think, is, uh, Spider-Verse 2 is being worked on in Vancouver, partially. A little bit of it is being worked on here. Um, I think a little bit of it was worked on Van- in Vancouver as well. And, uh, yeah, Atomic is working on stuff, I think, and Sony is working on stuff. Like, the, what's, what's great is, if you're an, an, if you work in animation, you can, a lot of these companies will be like, okay, listen, you got a Cintiq? You got a powerful enough computer, go home, get your work in. We we don't care like we don't we don't care like uh, when you do it, just do it uh, as like as long as you get it in on time. So, it's um it's one of the few industries, at least in entertainment right now that's still open. I I know that like live action starting to open up again, but I know I know that Robert Pattinson I don't know if it I mean not officially, but someone someone on the Batman set got covid. And they had to shut it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like the Rock just came out and said that he had COVID. So oh, that sucks. Yeah, I saw that. He, his whole his family, wife, right? And his, yeah, and his two daughters. I'm like, oh dang, that's that's rough. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's one of those like I I know from the audiobooks. The audiobooks we did not go down at all. Um, like there's mm-hmm. still tons of audiobooks to do. You re- you record audiobooks. That's awesome. Yeah, I I try. Like my problem with some of the audiobooks is it's really hard to tell which ones are real and which ones are fake. And like unless you go through like Penguin Random House, because something because it's called ACX, which is what Audible uses. And what they'll do is they'll put an audition up there, and they'll be like, "Hey, you have to do all this thing," and you'll do the first 15 minutes of it, mm-hmm. and then the you'll find out that, oh, they didn't actually have permission to turn this into an audiobook. And so that 15 minutes, uh, which is about 45 minutes of work because you've had to edit everything and yeah. do everything correctly. So your 45 minutes of work that you just did is nothing, and they're not going to use it at all because the rights holder 
doesn't have permission or whatever. So I've done so many. I did a whole book. I did a whole seven-hour book um, that was supposed to be paid uh, upon completion, uh, did everything, and then I got a notice of a takedown because of Uh. from the rights holder. And I was like – this was like 10 hours worth of work that I just did. So they, they commissioned you to do this? Yep. Oh, my But it God. wasn't the actual rights holder. It was somebody else pretending to be the rights holder because they're just going to sell it later and not pay me. And I was Ugh. just like, are you serious? You got to be you gotta be careful with, yeah. um, with non-union work because, like, yeah. uh, mo- most, like, 90, like, 100% of the time I've, like, uh, from what I've, like, seen – it's been legit, but there's always, you know, those those cases where you just never know. I mean, yeah. it's it's like you got to make sure, like for me anyway, um, or like for what from what like I've seen of like other people, like you know, you gotta you gotta see that it's make sure that it's like well established, like um, like Bang Zoom Studios in uh Los Angeles, like we did the first few seasons of Beyblade Burst I played uh, I was Hugo Nansui in Beyblade Burst and uh that was that was such a fun character to play um for the first we did the first two seasons and then it moved to LA I don't know if Bang Zoom was in charge of it but I'm going to assume it was non-union because uh it's I think legally uh you I think legally it has to be union in Vancouver from what I've seen in Los a- in like the American industry, like, uh, it's way more laxed in the states when it comes to just like rules about like non-union stuff. Like, you're not supposed to do it, but there's like a ton of actors that will do like union um, and non-union. Yeah, yeah. I know, but like, I, I know in Canada, like that's a no-no. Like, if you join the union, in Canada, like, you can't if, do you, any if you're caught doing non-union work and you're part of a union, like you will get you potentially apparently get in like a lot of trouble uh but in the states it's only like i've heard that it's only if you're like in the top like five percent that you'll get in trouble yeah it's um, like i i know a lot of actors that do both union and non-union and i'm kind of like i'm not 100 percent sure how you can but again yeah it is america and like it's a lot more you know there's loosey-goosey. also there's also an option i think in the states uh I'm not technically – well, in the States, I'm not technically, like, part of the union yet, so I can do, like, non-union gigs. Um, That being said, there is, like, a middle ground. I don't remember what it's called, but it allows you – it's basically, like, you don't get the – I don't think you get, like, the benefits of being union, but you – you're, like, union by name, I guess. Uh, And and you're union by name, and you get to do non-union work. I actually – I don't remember what it's called, but it, it is, like, a middle ground. And there are co- there are a couple voice actors I think that are a part of it. I don't know any personally, but I know it exists. So, I'm yeah, uh, it's uh, it's definitely it's it's a weird it's a weird world that you know. I wish it was kind of like the same across the board. Yeah, like because I mean honestly, if it was like that here, that would leave so many non-union things up for the rest of us that aren't yeah, union yet. Um, that are like yeah, I'm, give me all yeah. of these. I mean, like the thing the thing about me is like. I'm I'm SAG eligible, so like I can join right now if I want. Um, but if I do another SAG gig, like I I'll be I'm forced to join, which I will. I'll join. Um, but I'm just uh I'm just you know until like until that gig comes. Um, you know, well you know just like test 
like test everything. Yeah, it's I guess like yeah, just just to see what's what's going on. Plus, you know, COVID, and I'm still in Vancouver, and um, eventually I'll be and down in LA. And you're not coming down to LA anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eventually I'll be down there, but like 2022, right now, we'll see you in 2022 when hopefully yeah. America's back Exa- to being okay. Well, well, the thing is, um. Well, we're not actually we're not doing so well either. Like there were like 200 cases in BC like a couple months ago. Now there's like a thousand around. Um, so I mean, there hasn't it's... been a thousand cases just in California in forever. Well, I'm yeah, but kidding. you guys have the whole population of Canada in one state. This That's is not a fair this comparison. is very true. I, well, in LA County, there's five million people just in LA County. So well, there you go. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but uh, that being that being said, like. Because of because of COVID, it's it's opened up like the voiceover industry has changed mm-hmm. because of COVID. People are able to record anime from their homes. That is like that was like unheard of before. I for, as far as I know, because you need to have you need to have like the ADR set up on one screen, and you yeah, to have you like have the have... three beeps, mm-hmm. and like you need to have the voice director on one side. Like prelay, that's doable. Anime. That's a whole other can of worms. That's yeah, like, like, like that's harder. Like to you, set up yourself. Yeah, like, you'll get the I, I don't even know how you would do that. I mean, like you have to have at least two or three screens, um, and in a booth. Like I have one screen in my booth, and yeah. even then, I'm just like, man, I wish I had more, but there's no room for it. I have friends that um, I have friends that record anime from home. Uh, Kellen, Kellen, uh, Kellen, Jeff. Shout out to Kellen. What's up, dude? He's uh, he's Deal Volo. In uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, oh, nice. and he's he's Overhaul in My Hero Academia, and he records anime from home. And his setup is yeah, he's I think he's got like a monitor here. He's got and like he's got like a laptop, and you record your audio. You plug in your you know uh, mixer or not not mixer. You know the preamp, and like you get all that, and that's basically how it works. The thing is, um, my room up here, I'm lucky because. For the most part, my room has really good uh, insulation, so uh, I haven't had a need for the, you know, foam squares just yeah. yet. I will so. say, like, your yours is sounding great. You can probably hear all the cars that go by my window, like, as we're recording no. this. Actually, no. I, probably sounds... not in Zoom, but I can see um, on, like, whenever I do see one, there's a little bitty, uh, on my actual uh, recording software where I see, like, a little... A little jump, so I'm gonna have to put it through a thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's why Actually, I, I've got my. I mean, I've got my windows open right now, so oh, I mean, man, I, I wish. Mean, like, whenever I do not... anything in here, I have to have the door closed. I have to have well, the screen door closed. I have to be in the booth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, whenever I do an audition, I I make sure everything's like sealed tight, so I can, so I, you know, so I can actually rec- record properly. But uh, yeah, so. Oh man, uh, so. Yeah, we just basically uh, we just pretty much talked about nothing this entire time. I'm loving it. It's great. I feel like that's that's mo- that's what most podcasts like are though. It's I mean I think in my opinion the best podcasts are just conversational. I know there's a lot of podcasts that have like topics and that's fine because weekly you need to have something you put out every week and you need to have like weekly topics. But um, I I really like the podcasts that are just kind of like conversational and you get to know more about it, like a person and um in that in that sense like but like you said like you need uh 
interesting things to talk about, but I think we talked about yeah, some Yeah, we cool talked about stuff. some interesting. Yeah, I mean, if you want, I can stuff, ask basketball. you, like, super boring, generic questions. Like, Go ahead. Like, I, don't, I don't mind. <laughs> like, so how did you get into acting? Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't care. Uh <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, so let's kind of go into, uh, Last Kids on Earth, just because it's October, and that sure. we are doing Last Kids on Earth. I, what should we call it? Last Kids on October? Last Kids Last in Kids October? Last Kids on October? <laughs> uh, something like that, something like that. We'll, we'll, I'll think of something good by the okay. time October think rolls of, around. Think of something clever. Exactly. Um, so, let's talk about Last Kids. So, uh, you, you get to play our main character. I'm going to yeah. call you the main character mainly because you get a whole basically movie about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> a movie? I, I mean, the I mean, book one's a movie. Book two and – well, it's a special. And, and book two and book three are, uh, are seasons. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so uh, – but, yeah, I, I talked with, uh, with Matt from um, Cartoon – dang it. Atomic Cartoons. Acom- Atomic Cartoons. I, yeah, almost said, awesome. I, I uh, almost said Cartoon Saloon, and I'm like, no, wait, that's Ireland. That's a little bit different. Um, oh, yeah, Cartoon Saloon. They do. They did The Secret of the Kells, right? Yep, Secret, Secret of the Kells, Kells uh, Song of the Sea. They're doing yeah, Wolf Walkers. They're, which... they're doing a new movie, yeah. I, I still have yet to see any of their movies, but oh, I, dude, I really want to. I recommend them. They're so good, especially like Kells and Song of the Sea. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, I've had Secret of Kells recommended to me before. I think so. I need oh, to watch yeah, that. It's great at the very least. Um, but yeah, so you you get to play you play Jack Sullivan. Um, but you know, yeah, we had Matt on, and he was saying that yeah, each book is supposed to be a a season, but yeah. it was going to be like four episodes before like Jack found anybody. You were going to be like on yeah. your own, so they were like, let's just make this one a movie because yeah, it's we we recorded the uh, we. <laughs> We actually we recorded the first four episodes thinking it was going to be the first four episodes of like a season. Um but I think it was a smart move to make it a movie because yeah. like um book 2 is like going to be separate. So like if you have it like as a season 1, um that's it's kind of a separate story arc. Yes. So it it makes sense to have one and then the next. It's like kind of what um I mean Carmen San Diego I think did the same thing. Um, I think so yeah, I think they did a movie yeah. first and then Yeah, yeah my bro- my brother's Carmen. My brother's on that show, and they're also uh, their season three comes out in a few months as well. I th- yeah, so there, look there's at that. You. What do you mean? Look at me. Look at <laughs> you over me. here plugging plugging your brother's shows. Look at you. Hey, I mean we're family. We gotta <laughs> watch each other's backs, stick together. Um, sp- speaking of speaking of which, well, I, if, if, if you want to say more about Last Kids, please go ahead. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, but... I was just gonna talk about because I mean you kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, how uh, you guys were doing the panel at the uh, the big comic convention. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like, so was that like kind of like your first like signing like instance of seeing the fandom? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was. It was fantastic. It was. It was so great. We. It, it was so nice to like actually go overtime to have like that many people, you know, care. And at first, I remember when we were doing. Uh, <laughs> I remember when we were like doing our panel, and like there was like five people, in in the audience, and like I was scared. That like, and I think I don't remember who said it. Maybe it was Matt. Maybe it was like Scott Peterson. I think it might have been Matt. But we were both like terrified. I don't think I told them, but we were like, "Oh no, <laughs> are these the only people that showed up?" But thank God, like over three hundred people showed up. Um, and it was almost it was like, 
and it was the last panel of of that Comic Con, so like it was it was nearly like a full house, which was amazing. Uh, yeah, that's so, really good for a last panel because usually like because it was last, the last day panel on a show that hadn't premiered yet. Yeah, like last like, day type of things. Yeah. Like nobody goes to those. Panels. Yeah, exactly, and and it was like. It, it was great. It was it was so like just humbling and like amazing to see and it's yeah, and to answer your question, yeah, it was it was my first experience. It was my first panel and it was my first signing ever. And it still is my first panel and first signing ever because you can't go to a convention like this. So, you know. I mean, you can do those virtual ones. People do those virtual ones now. Yeah, that's true. People have been have been doing that. I've got um I'll say this though. If things do end up getting better i don't want to say any th- i don't want to say anything specific but i got i've got something lined up for next year nice. um that yeah i'm not going to i'm not going to get into right now cuz we're still you know it's still like working stuff out but i something's in, something is going on and maybe something else but we we don't we we don't know yet. So again, it's all up in the air. Yeah, honestly, so. planning anything right now is kind of yeah. like why bother? You know exactly. So <clears throat> yeah, there's that. Uh, so so with last kids, like you're you're reading the script, you're, you're looking through everything. When did, was it that panel that you kind of knew that okay, this this is something special that we're doing? Like this is going to be something really cool. Yeah, it was I I I mean I was excited before we even started the panel and before I even started the signing because it's like wow, we actually I actually this is the first time I get to have my own, well not my own, it's everyone's, but this is the first time I actually get to be a part of something like this, something this big and and like amazing, especially considering uh like you said it was like the last it was the last day, but we had tons of kids just come up and and have us sign stuff for them and it was it was great you know yeah like i've so, i've seen some some of like the photos from instagram uh, insta right? yeah and like yeah we, there's a couple photos online. it's super cute yeah <clears throat> oh, man. it's 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 great um what's been uh like one of your favorite uh like so like, what's been one of your favorite things about uh recording last kids one of my favorite things about recording Last Leds, honestly, is just the banter between me and uh, and the rest of the cast. I just I just love to I you know I just I just love to talk to them and uh, the the deliveries as well are great because we we're all I mean half the cast is in L.A. and half the cast is in Vancouver. I'm in Vancouver with Charlie Demers and Monte Hernandez and Garland Witt are in Los Angeles with Scott Peterson, who is our showrunner, and uh, it's great to. Uh, I mean, sometimes we'll have connection problems, but I was able to make, like, Monse is, I, I'd say, is, like, one of my best friends, so she, like, she's awesome, and I would have never met her unless I did, uh, unless I actually did Last Kids, so there's that, and then Charlie is hilarious, and uh, Garland I've actually never met in person, so I need to do that, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully in the near future, yeah, yeah. and um, it's just, I don't know, it, it we worked on it for so long that like people behind people behind the booth like like Jamie the producer and and you know we had sometimes writers would join i think Josh Joshua Pruitt who who's awesome i think i think he was oh it's been so long i think he was at at that panel i'm pretty sure he was on the panel at uh, at at the comic con but i don't remember 
Scott was definitely there. You know, it's funny, funny story. Um, so, uh, we were going to the it two premiere mm-hmm. and Scott was there. Like he just randomly <laughs> was there. I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, I got an invite. I was like, Oh, it's great to see you in person. Like finally, like, cause this was, um, this was before, I think this was before the actual comic con. So it was great to finally meet him in person. He, he worked a lot on Phineas and Ferb. Same yep. with Josh Pruitt. He, he worked, Josh Pruitt worked on the new movie. Uh, Joshua Pruitt and so uh, Candace against the universe I and I will take every opportunity to plug stuff that people have worked with uh, Phineas and Ferb uh, Candace against the universe that is on Disney plus right now you should all check it out I've watched it it's hilarious um, it's great to see these characters again from my childhood and um, yeah, yeah I think I think my friend Brock Foster is like a voice in that too Brock Foster you mean Brock Powell I know he's in that yeah oh, well, yeah Brock Powell. Yes. You know him. Oh, that's awesome. Well, like, yeah, he f- barely. We're going to like uh I I guess technically, yes, I am a producer in a show that he's in. Oh, c- uh, what? Yeah. Well, don't go into specifics if you're not allowed to talk about. Uh, it. Well, I mean, but it's it's, cool. it's been announced. Uh it's got uh Adam Adam MacArthur and uh Oh shoot, she's in critical role, Laura Bailey. Oh no way! Um, That's awesome. Yeah, she's, she's great. I met I've met her. She's so nice. She I I was able to meet her very very briefly. Uh, Rob Paulson's in it. Oh, um, I love him. He's, he's a, so good. Oh my gosh, he's a super nice guy. And Adam, who was Marco Diaz in Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Uh, oh yeah, big, him. Yeah, big Disney guy. What's the, what? Is, what is this show? Uh, it's you called the Salem tell? series. The Salem series, and is it for like a network or what's uh, it? not right now? Uh, they're they're they okay. they did a Kickstarter to get um to get enough to do uh, the pilot and a couple episodes, and then okay. they're gonna go shop it around. Um, but like I yeah, I did a thing, and I'm a producer on it, I guess because I donated <laughs> cool. enough, and I know Sam, who's the creator of it. Like she's been on the show a few times. She's super nice. We did a. Dungeons and Dragons game with Adam and her and uh, KG Tang and his wife oh, Marcy. Oh yeah, K- KG. Yeah, KG. Yeah. And who is the other person? Uh, his wife Marcy. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't know. I... I don't know. K- I don't know KG, but uh, I've, uh, I've I've heard of, I've heard of him. So yeah, yeah. He's he's a super nice guy. We did. God, we recorded that back in August of 2019. And that episode still hasn't come out because I've been trying to figure out. I know a good how you feel. We recorded. It. I know how you feel. We recorded um, "Smiling Friends" in January of 2019, and that didn't come out till this April. So yeah, you know it happens. It's and, and you know COVID. Every like they they finished their Kickstarter. They were supposed to start doing a bunch of production in February uh, for okay. the Salem series, and everything COVID and everything hit, so everything got pushed back. Uh, so they're still working on the animation and still getting all of the voice. I think they're almost done with all the voice stuff, um, but we're having the premiere sometime. It's supposed to be August, uh, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, so yeah, we'll have her in the premiere yeah. sometime. Uh, okay. But no, yeah, like uh, that's uh, yeah. Uh, he's in there. Like so, yeah. I know a bunch of. I, did I say Foster and not Powell? Uh, yeah, you said a, it's been a weird. It's been a weird. There's also days. Brock. Uh, <laughs> there's also Brock Baker as well, the man of a thousand voices. Uh, uh, Brock Baker. Yeah, he Troy he, Baker he had a or... YouTube. <laughs> Just no, he had a YouTube channel called uh, Brock's Dubs. Um, he was in South Park recently as the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, 
Randy, Beautiful. you know, strang- strangles him. Yeah, uh, he he does a lot. He I think he does a lot of voiceover work now. Um, and then yeah, there's there's uh, Brock Powell, and then I think there's yeah Brock Baker, and I think. I think they both follow me on Twitter. Let me check. Actually, I'm curious. Yeah, Brock's a cool dude. Um, but yeah, so we've got that stuff coming out. I don't even remember what brought us on that. <laughs> I think it was. I think uh, we were oh, talking oh. about like shows. Yeah, last kids. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's perfect. That's that's the type of you know you're sitting at a diner at two in the morning at like an IHOP or yeah he does. Um, oh yeah, the... you know what? It's his middle name. His middle name is Foster. Yeah, Brock Foster Powell, I and yeah, knew. he, fall, okay, he so follows I wasn't, me. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy. I was just wrong. I wasn't crazy. That's the main thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. I think that's uh, his, his middle name. Uh, we had so I, I talked to Matt a little bit, um, okay. and I think I'm gonna try to see what we can do for it. But as of right now, you guys don't mm-hmm. have an episode commentary for any of your episodes. No, we don't. We don't. So <laughs> why did you want it? Did you want we have do one? I think so because we technically have the only Dragon Prince with the entire cast commentary oh. episode in existence. So I cool. I talked to Matt a little bit about it on our episode. I need to reach out to him again and see if we can make something happen because I think that would be fun. Because then it's just that'd you guys, be, you know, watching so cool. watching an episode and I'm talking sure, yeah, about it. I'm sure you should get um. You should try and get in contact with Monse. I'm sure she'd she'd be down to like do that if we all did it over Zoom. Um, yeah, I think and, yeah. I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna reach out to uh to Matt and uh, Julia again to see from yeah. uh, Atomic and see what we can see what we yeah. can make happen because I think that would be pretty. Yeah, fun. Ato- Scott. I'm I'm sure Scott would also hopefully Scott would also be down. But uh, yeah, he'd be great to have on there too because he knows he and Matt know like the ins and outs of of it. So, and then Max, of course, too. Yeah. Tr- yeah. I, honestly, dude, I try to get everybody that I can on there. Yeah, and <laughs> like, they would probably like that's you'd probably best. have to like rotate because there'd probably be like a bunch of people for like certain episodes, like you know. Oh so yeah, I mean, like, it's yeah. it's one of those. I mean, it's it's fun to do stuff like that because I mean, like yeah, I've I've told the story before on the podcast, like with the Dragon Prince thing. Like I was only supposed to have like two of them on an in- for an interview, and then they were like, "Here's all nine of them and the two creators go." Uh, yeah. in one room all at the same time. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I just happened to have my iPad with me. So I pulled the iPad out, and I had my little Zoom recorder with my microphones. only had four mics. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put this in the middle. I'm going to give you guys these microphones. I'm going to make you watch this episode of The Dragon Prince on an iPad, and you guys are just going to talk about it. Uh, okay. and, it all, and it worked well. So <laughs> very hey, impromptu. Uh, so but they, hey, just, they just all watched it on their iPads and then they had like their microphones and they were just like, hey, look well, at that. just just right? one iPad. It was like I had one. I like I had a table and I put the iPad in the middle of the table, had them all <laughs> sit around it and was like, here, here's four microphones. Pass it around when you want to talk. Because like That's... I didn't like I, I hadn't prepared anything. I had prepared, you know, like, you know, general questions for individual, like the two people that I thought I was going to get. And then they were like, mm-hmm. here's everybody. And I didn't want to do that thing where um, you go around and there's nine people there and you're asking one person one question and eight other people are just kind of sitting there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've never mm-hmm. been a fan of that. Uh, so I was like, you know, I'm just going to make it to where they can all interject and have fun at the yeah. same time and you know and then they went into the panel right after that so it was pretty fun oh cool did you uh, what, what no, convention yes. was this 
Oh, this was oh, what can... um, the last the last one I went to, which was in Oct- October November of last year. It was Anime Weekend Atlanta, which was oh, really yeah, bizarre that. that it was an anime convention, and I didn't go for any of the anime people. Like I literally went because like <laughs> I had had uh, Raquel Belmonte and uh, Jesse Inokalia on before. Um, okay. They, they had already been on the show, and I was like, hey, I know these Dragon Prince people. So I had reached out to them, and I was like, hey, is there any way that we can, you know, make something happen at this convention where everybody is going to be there, your entire cast and creators? Um, and they were like, yeah, let's make it happen. So I flew down to Atlanta, did everything for the press, uh, and then, you know, that was, that was it. Uh, yeah, it was the last convention I went to. Yeah, I know how that feels. Yeah, that's October, November. That's and then after that, everything just you know started to shut down. I mean, it makes sense that the Dragon Prince like uh, cast was there because I mean the the, a lot of people like you know a lot of people that worked on it. I think the show the showrunner worked on Avatar: Last Airbender and Avatar: Legend of Korra. Didn't uh what what's what's his name? Aaron? Is it Aaron? Something? Aaron Ahaz. Aaron Hayes, yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he created bloodbending, right? I think he created the concept. I believe of so. I believe his bloodbending is, yeah, that's his like yeah. that's, canon. That's in awesome. There. But I mean, he wrote. Like, he was like one of the head, you know, writers and storyboard writers people in the show. Oh, so. okay, that I didn't. I that I didn't so, yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So because uh, and there's then Justin Richmond so much... also did a lot of stuff on Avatar. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, there's like the thing is there's so many different Avatar people that have like branched out. You have um, Michael D. Mar- uh, Martino and uh, Brian uh, Cosiento. I hope I didn't just butcher his last name. Um, oh, they, dude, I butchered. Know, they... We've done like four Avatar episodes. I butchered it every time that I've mentioned his name. So it's just like Brian. Oh, you've inter- you've interviewed them before. Oh no no, no I've never interviewed him yet. Like that, he's he's one that I want. But I mean, we've mentioned him on episodes that we've done about Avatar, and so like oh, I yeah. never try. So it's just like it's Brian K. Like it's yeah. it's easier, so I don't <laughs> Brian butcher K. Brian stage. K. Just Brian okay, K. Okay, Brian. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean they did Legend of Korra, and then Joaquin De Santos. He he did uh, Voltron, and then mm-hmm. yeah, and then uh, Aaron did uh, the Dragon Prince, and a yeah. lot of the Dragon Prince has done it. Like all the the whole voice cast uh, is done in Vancouver. That I know. Yep. I have friends. Well, that it's work really on cool because it. like they do, uh, they all do um, almost like a roundtable record. Yeah, that's so, what we do for Last Kids. Oh, you do that? Per- yeah, pretty uh, much. How does that yeah, how does we, that work um, if you guys are uh, in? You mean a roundtable different... like sitting or? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean we half have of us... what they do is like uh, when when they record, or at least what they've told me. Uh, I yeah. mean, I've had like half the cast on by this point um is they will like whatever they're going to be doing so say it's uh you know viren and his two kids they'll have jesse in this in the booth uh raquel in the booth and jason in the booth all at the same time and they will play off of each other and do that so like they're all recording at the same time going through the script everybody is reading and then like paula and uh jack will be there and so everyone will just kind of be in the same room uh, at mm-hmm. the same time, recording all of their lines, and I'm like, that's something that doesn't really happen anymore, you know. They, Especially um, with people all over the place. They'll they'll have yeah they'll have like them around yeah. Well, for last kids we had it was me. Um, it was more like half a round table. So it was me, Charlie, and Brian all in the same booth, and then occasionally we'd have some 
additional uh, additional voice actors come in. So we'd have uh, sometimes we'd have Vincent Tong come in, and other times we'd have Alistair Abel or or something like that. And uh, so we sometimes we'd have anywhere between like three to to six voice actors in our place. And then in LA, uh, it would it would usually just be Garland and and Monse. And then uh, people like Mark Hamill recorded uh, solo because they're really busy. Yeah, um, yeah. So Mark uh, Hamill busy? That. Nah, nah, what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure um, he's doing nothing these days. <laughs> yeah, dude, I I guarantee you he's busier than ever. Like he he is. Oh my gosh, yeah, I would. He's probably be working Mark on. I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I would want to be Mark Hamill. <laughs> he's probably like, working I don't on know stuff right like, now. I don't want to be. Mark he does so much voiceover like he like, it's it's crazy i've been on that's my second project i've you know last kids i I've, I've done two separate projects that he's been involved in cuz he was in howard lovecraft as well yeah. i've still never met him yeah and um that's that's funny do you uh, know real quick do you know your kevin bacon score my kevin bacon score your, what do they, you mean? do you know like your degrees to kevin bacon i don't know i don't know what that means I'm oh sorry. my gosh well, okay uh, so is this whole thing that there's, uh, six degrees to Kevin Bacon and it's like, you're how many ever removed from being with Kevin Bacon, like to, to oh. being with Kevin Bacon. Does and the I think nose, you're, is it the nose? Does the nose give it away? It's not the nose. It's like how many people you've worked with. Oh, so like, so okay. I, think, I thought you were talking about how do you, how much do you look like Kevin Bacon? Oh, okay, uh, no, 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 no. Six degrees Not like that. Kevin Cause Bacon. then it would be weird. Uh, I believe yeah, yeah. like there's a whole site. I believe you're a two. Because it goes you, and then Keith David, and then Kevin Bacon. Oh, what was Keith David in with Kevin Bacon? He uh, he was in... Because I, I just watched N- Tremors. Nicotine, Nicotine, I think. Nicotine. Was it Nicotine? Okay. I just did a... I, it's funny. I just did a podcast uh, like a week ago talking about Tremors, which has Kevin Bacon in it. Um, Tremors is amazing. Yeah. Tremors, the series, yeah. a very underrated series. Oh, I've never seen it. Um... I, yeah, I, um, Keith David's just, he's unbelievable in everything he's in. It's just, he's got this amazing voice. It's so good. And, you know, like, I grew up with, uh, with, with Halo. So, you know, he's the Arbiter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's also, you know, Spawn, of course. He came back as Spawn for yep. the new Mortal Kombat, which was great. And, uh, I love Mortal Kombat too, as well. Like, so it's, it's yeah he's he's awesome never i haven't met him either and he's also doing a uh he's doing a show called greenleaf i think right now um greenleaf yeah okay greenleaf i think that's the movie novocaine from 2001 oh yeah a movie called novocaine from 2001 so they were both in that so technically you're one person removed from kevin bacon (laughs) like well there uh, you go i mean if we if we play it (laughs) If we play it, you're one person removed. So, Kevin Bacon. congrats That's... there. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you've beat yeah. Jason. He's like two people removed from it. So, I mean, like, he's two kind of a scrub compared Bacon. to you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but he's also uh, been working way longer than me. <laughs> so fair. He's got... That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. But got, hey, guess um... what? You're both. You're both Emmy winners, so both of the shows that you've yeah, been that's on right. Have won we Emmys. are, aren't we? So congrats. Yeah, we, I mean the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, we won the uh, we won the Emmy for um yeah for uh oh man I special they won best animated show right was 
It yeah, was, they won yeah, Best it was, Animated, we won, and then you we won guys the won Emmy for uh, yeah, we we won the we won it for uh, special programming, and they won it for Best Animated Series, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so, how does that work? Can you get it? Can you get one of I'll those? I'll tell you why. Like, uh, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you why we won special programming. It's because the special, the book one, was counted, so it didn't. I don't think it technically counted as a series. So we won for that, I think. But also, Carmen Sandiego was nominated. So now I'm not so sure. Yeah, that's. But weird. I know, like, there were. I know Big City Greens was also nominated, but that was for a special, and we technically were a special. But I don't think Carmen was. And then Elena of Avalor also was nominated, but I think that was a special as well. I, mm. I don't know how it works. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't. I don't know how to make heads or tails of it. Point is, we won. They won, and uh, it was amazing. It's it's great. Yeah, so and, so how does that work? How do you get your Emmy? Like, do you... <laughs> I don't think I'm getting one. <laughs> it's not for me. I know, I mean, but like, I mean, like, I you didn't... worked on the show, so, I mean, technically, well, yeah, you get but... part of that. Do you get, like, part they'd of the wing? Cut... Like, can you be like, this they'd part of the like globe a... is they'd have to like They'd have to, like, cut it like a sausage. Like, <laughs> except, um, I'll get... Yeah, I'll ask, I'll ask uh, Scott. And I'll be like, hey, Scott, um, do you... You know that I don't even know if he has. I don't know who has the Emmy. Atomic probably has the Emmy. It's probably an Atomic's likely, yeah. office. Yeah, and I'd be. They just had to like cut it up into little pieces for uh, <laughs> for I'd all like the to... actors and crew. I hope I don't get, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> I'd like to think that it got mailed to Atomic Cartoons, and it's just like yeah. sitting in a box, like in the mail room somewhere, because no one's been around to get it. That's what I would like to think. I would like to think that it's just like in a cardboard box, just like sitting by the front door of like their LA studio, which hasn't been open since like March. That's <laughs> just sitting I, uh, there. I've been, bu- yeah. I mean, I've been bugging my brother about uh, because like Stranger Things won a Kids Choice Award recently, and Finn, my brother, has a blimp, but it's in like Atlanta somewhere, and he just I don't think like, and I'm like because out of all the awards. Like in terms of just like design, uh, this is ah oh, man. Should I should I say this? Whatever, I'm gonna say it. I think the Nickelodeon Choice Award has like the coolest design ever. Oh, it is. I love like I yeah. I love like the green slime at the bottom, and I love the and I love the uh, just like the blimp. I love the way it's like always looked. And I'm like, I I, I sometimes just ask him. I remember it's like, when you get you get when's the where's the blimp? When are you gonna get your blimp? I want to see the blimp. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, like the MTV one's pretty cool too, like that golden bucket. He has of one of those. He has one of those too, and yeah. it's and it's also like I don't think he doesn't have that either. Who used to have? <laughs> the, there used to be a surfboard. It's, Somebody used to give away a surfboard. Uh, that's for the. Yeah, I remember the surfboard. That's the Teen Choice Awards. Is it right? Teen Choice Awards? That would be cool too, because I, I mean, so. like, because then you have this gigantic surfboard that you're just like, oh yeah, here's my Hang surfboard. On, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get my cat off the roof uh just for a second she's trying to get down okay sure go Puppy. get the cat here hang on a second i'll see if i can bring her over i'm sorry you're fine Puppy, you can't get off because you're too much like a sausage yourself come on come on come on all right cats am i right yeah she wants to get down here she is oh out of the camera is a kitty hello you see her? Oh, uh, yeah, she's cute. Okay. All right, you want to go down. I get it. Don't get wedged into the window next time, dummy. Well, right, she anyway, wanted to get down that. so she can go get wedged again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, now you want to come back towards me. 
I don't have time right now. You showed Here. a little bit of affection, and now she's like, I get this now. This she's is why I was sundere. jammed. She's very, she's very sundere. Do you know what sundere is? Yes, very much so. The best yeah, of all the anime archetypal characters. <laughs> yeah, probably. They never win, though, unfortunately. They. That's not true. Uh, one of my favorite anime of all time is Toradora. You're and, right. Uh, yeah. Taiga. Have you watched Toradora? Yes, I love so Taiga. Taiga yeah, and Ryuji. She, yeah, Taiga. Taiga. That is the cutest show. Oh, it's That amazing. is the, such a sweet show. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, um, sorry. We'll, we'll stay sorry, on it. Why sorry not? about that. We'll stay on it. Uh, yeah. But no, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like the Sundere characters, like it's Sundere and then like the sports girl characters. They usually. The tomboys. They usually. The tomboy yeah, characters. the tomboys. They usually never win. Like if it's like one of these, you know, cutesy little like anime things when your little shoujo anime, 99% of the time they don't win. Yeah, I mean, like... You, and it's usually, uh, like, best friend characters. Best friend characters, I'm sorry. The closest thing the closest thing I can think of is is Persona 4, you know, Chie. Uh, she, she was my girl, mainly because when you, when you uh, romanced her out to the max, uh, she gave you matching little wristbands. Wait, 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 wait don't spoil oh. it. I, I'm actually, I'm still, I'm, I'm playing through it right now on PC. Nothing happens. <laughs> don't worry about Nothing it. Happens? Nothing happens? Oh, okay. Okay. But no, Romance <laughs> nothing, Chie. She's the best. Plus, you get you okay. get the Mabo Tofu bowls uh, that you have to eat at her parents' I, my, thing every night. Takahata, Takahata 101 would disagree with you. Curtis Arnett, he a uh, member of Team Four Star. He he has like this bit about... Uh, I remember there was this video he uploaded. He was like, Chie, what are you doing over there? Come here. And then he puts her like in a trash can and just puts the trash can. Yeah. Oh, man. My... Oh, you know, funny story about Chie. Um, the voice of Chie is from Vancouver, Victoria, actually. Um, oh man, what's her name? I know, I know like a, t- a ton of people that she's been on the that... show. She's been on the show. Yeah, I got it. Hold on. You, you keep, you okay. keep, do you tell your story? I'll find her. Okay. Well, she, um, she was on Ed and Eddie. Uh, like that's, uh yeah, that Aaron was, Fitzpatrick. Like... Yeah, Fitzgerald. Aaron Fitzpatrick. Fitzgerald. She's... Fitzgerald. She, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Fitzgerald. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. And she... Yeah, she was on Edit and Eddie, and then she moved to Los Angeles, and there were a bunch of replacements for her character. The problem was, though, is that from what I've read, um, none of the other voice actors could, I guess, like really match her. So I think I've read. I, you could ask her about this. Like I, I'm like from what I've read, it's true. But uh, they would pay her to like fly out to uh back to vancouver to do to do her lines now you could just do it in los angeles i think so um i wouldn't be surprised yeah, there's that yeah i mean funimation used to fly johnny young bosch down to go do stuff back in the day so yeah i've also read um i've also read like on wikipedia i think it's i think it's on wikipedia again wikipedia who knows if it's true or not but david k used to work in vancouver a lot David Kay's cool because, like, Monse works with him on Ben 10 because uh, he's Grandpa Max and that. And he uh, worked in Vancouver, like, a lot for, like, I think. Who is, who is like, Monse in Ben 10? She's Gwen. She's Gwen? Oh. This She's must Gwen, be new because, yeah. like, I didn't know that they redid Ben 10. Yeah, it's the reboot. For, like, the she, 30th she, time that they've redone Ben 10. <laughs> She's, um, well, technically this is the first reboot. But, yeah, she, um, she, Ashley Don- Johnson doesn't voice her anymore. It's Monse. So, 
what's cool about David is that he has he knows everyone in LA and he knows everyone in Vancouver voiceover wise. And from what I've read, uh, he he d- he got the role for Clank in Ratchet and Clank. And for the first couple games, I think he was still living in Vancouver, so he'd fly down to L.A. to work on it there. And I think what made him move to L.A. was Transformers Animated, because from what I've... you Like, if you ever have him on, ask him about this, because I've never seen, like, official confirmation. Um, but from what I've read, he worked on that show so much, like, during its first, like, nine months that it basically convinced him to be like, okay, I guess I'm just moving to L.A. full-time, or something something like that. Yeah, and that was like 2007, around that. And just stay yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure that's, I'm pretty sure that's what happened, at least from what I've read. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you, can ask, you can ask him that, like, because I've never seen him actually say it, but that's... That's what Wikipedia says, I think. I mean, so. it's not a bad reason to move to L.A. I mean, that's why I moved to L.A. Oh, totally. Because that's where a lot of the work and everything was. And then, like, yeah. I moved here in October. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, ah, I should have stayed in Oklahoma for another year. Would have been way yeah. cheaper. <laughs> yeah, you can live in a mansion in the Midwest for yeah, um, I mean, I don't know why you. I don't know why you'd want to unless you have like a big family. But yeah, pretty much. Uh, I was just to put it in perspective. My uh, my studio that I was in, which is about the, which was a very good size, like a uh, five hundred square feet, not bad. Um, was four hundred and twenty five dollars a month, and my two bedroom that I'm in right now is eighteen fifty. So basically, four times the amount. Did you say? Did you say? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Say that again. Did you say you paid two hundred a month? Uh, four hundred, four twenty-five a month is what I was in paying. Oklahoma City. Yes. And I was in a very beautiful spot in Oklahoma City. Like I, I was close to the highway. I was close to like everything. Uh, oh, and man. now here. Yeah. No, I've heard. Oh. It's yeah. It's a nightmare. It's about as bad as Vancouver. Vancouver's rent also is like, bruh. But it's, I mean, like, I know, like, can yeah, Kansas City and, 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 like, uh, Milwaukee, like, I don't know about Milwaukee, but, I mean, those, those cities, also, the thing about the Midwest, the Midwest has, like, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can vouch me for on this, but I've heard they have, like, unbelievably good internet. Like, the internet yeah. in the Midwest is it's bar none. Where, like, where I was at, I, uh, when I left... We had the the AT and T Uverse fiber optic, and it was like, yeah. it was beautiful. And then I moved out yeah. here. Like when I first came out, I was in Santa Clarita, and it was like, I think it'd be better down here, right? Nope. It's like, oh no, you would think that it would be better. It's weird. Like cell phone service it's, is a thousand yeah. times better here. Like I've not really? been off of five G since I moved here, so I'm just like always For on five G, and I've a never couple had years a ago. A couple of years ago, it was terrible. Like, really? back in, like, 2011, 2012, yeah, it, like, I, there were certain areas of L.A. I would just get, like, constant drops, like, because mm. my service provider would switch to, like, AT&T or, or like, um, or or whatever whatever it is now, but, like, um, I don't know, like, or Verizon or something like that, but I don't even think it's the service provider's fault because, like, they... It, no matter it was like no matter what service provider it was it was always like the same areas that had those dead zones but they're good now yeah it's like it was just like it was about a decade ago that it was really bad but it's it's great now. oh yeah so, i mean like yeah, yeah i've never i mean because i went from 
because uh, like back in the day, here's a fun history lesson for someone who used to work yeah. at AT and T. AT and T was originally a bigger conglomerate, and then it split off into Southwestern Bell because the government was like, "You guys need to split it up because you guys have a monopoly." Bell, here. like we have Bell, like Bell, like the phone provider yes. Bell in Canada. Yeah, so that's yeah, all, that's AT and T. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. But know it's that. it's one of those wow. like they were so big that they had to like branch off so there was southwestern bell that was what it was in uh and like anything sbc that's at&t still so like sbc global anything like that that's at&t i don't i've never heard of sbc Uh, it's 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 more like an american like east coast type thing Um, okay but yeah all of that it's all still at&t and so we had southwestern bell company and it basically did anything in the Southwest, so like Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, like Nebraska, like anything, New Mexico, Colorado, all of that was covered. And it was all AT&T, uh-huh. and it was all very, very good. So we always had great internet, great cell phone service. Uh, and then I moved yeah. out here, and it was like the internet's a little bit slower because, like, I – again, mm-hmm. when I first moved out, I was in Santa Clarita, so up in the mountains um, yeah. where there's nothing. So why would they put well, the thing- anything out there? Well- well, the thing about the U.S., and this is, like, something that's, like, always confused me, because in Canada, you've—I don't know if it's in, in certain cities, but, like, in, in Vancouver, you get to choose whoever you want, like, for a provider. But sometimes—but from what I've heard from friends in L.A., it's like you move into a certain area, and you're stuck yeah. with, a, with, a, with a provider, which has always fascinated me, because in Vancouver, you can have whoever you want, no questions asked— um, as far as I know, like we went from Shaw to Telus, um, and uh, that I, that I remember, and we've had Telus for like the last few years, and we have fiber optic as well, and like, but like sometimes when you like Burbank, uh, if you go into move into Burbank, like Spectrum is is huge yep, there, that's but if you move same, into some same other thing place, here in Orange like, County, like yeah. I was like again, I worked at AT and T, so I had been an AT and T internet uverse like all that stuff yeah. I, doesn't at&t sorry do they own spectrum because i think time warner owns at&t yes don't they? yeah it's weird they own it but they don't invest as much as you would want to in it you know what i mean okay. it's one of those where like they still own it but it's also like its own separate entity yeah makes sense um yeah they're not they're they're not called time warner anymore it's warner media it's warner media yeah, yeah. it's warner media and because uh, now they own yeah, everything they, yeah. now they've got they own um yeah, they own AT and T. Uh, you know HBO, all that yep. stuff, and um, HBO, they, Rooster uh, Teeth, Crunchyroll. DC, they even own Crunchyroll. AT and T owns Crunchyroll yep. specifically, I think. That's subsidiary. It's mm. yeah, it's one of those ones where you're just like, dang, everybody owns everybody in this business. Uh, hey, I mean, like you know, if if one company is is going buying up all these companies, the next best thing you can do is well. I mean, if you can't beat them, join yeah. them. So you gotta you gotta get in there and to make sure you stay afloat. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, because like when I moved from Oklahoma, it was AT and T all the way, and I moved out here, and it was like, oh no, you have to have Spectrum. You can't get AT and T service. And and I was just like, but why? Why can't I have AT and T service? You guys offer it, and they're like, no, you can't have it. You have to have Spectrum. Like in all of the all of the apartments, it's always like, no, you have to have Spectrum. You we we won't install anything else. So they force you to get something extra, and it's just like yeah. Eh. I would rather pay that's, for. Well, that's that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's um, yeah, it's weird because in some areas in Canada, it'll be like, like, like what is what is this? But in other areas like that, it's like, oh, no problem. You want you you want to tell us? Uh, it's cool. And you're in your area. Oh, Shaw. You want Shaw instead? All right. 
Uh, Shaw is like the biggest one in Van- in Canada. Okay. Do you know Shaw? No, I've never heard of Shaw. Probably not. I Shaw to, is... to be fair, I also never heard of uh, Fisherman's some friend. Fisherman's friend. Yeah, I had never heard of. Is that, that a Canadian thing? Apparently, is it's a Canadian, a Canadian thing. What? I'd never heard of it. No way. And like I had Fisherman's friend. I had told. Oh man, I thought that was like a global well, brand. Well, like, I was like, I was doing my my uh, video game class with Jason, and like they're all Canadian. Like every single one yeah. of them's up in Vancouver. Uh, yeah. and one's on like some island somewhere. What's it called? Victoria Vancouver or something, island, Victoria. something Bay maybe. Horseshoe Bay. I don't remember. Something something that's over there. Uh, Horseshoe Bay, Salt Spring Island, Galliano. There's there's a lot. Uh, sh- yeah. yeah, they were it, they were talking about it and they were talking about Fisherman's Friends and I was like, I'm sorry, what was that? Like I've never heard of Fisherman's Friends. And then I was telling them about like, yeah, we have Dimatap here, and they were like, I don't know what Dimatap is. I've heard of Dimatap. Dimatap is amazing. I've heard of them. It's not even. It's a it's cough syrup that's not cough syrup at all. Do you guys have Buckley's? What's Buckley's? I'm sure you. Oh no! Come on, you guys have to. Let me. All right, now you guys have to have Buckley's. It's cough syrup. They had those commercials that are like Buckley's. It tastes terrible, but it works. No, we have something similar. That's that's a terrible thing. Is it Motrin? I think ours is like we have Motrin yeah, too. Yeah, that tastes. It sounds awful. like we have everything you. It sounds like we have everything you guys have and then some. It used to be the opposite. I mean, we don't have. Uh, wow, it is a Canada chips, thing. So, it it is a Canada thing. That's so weird. I always thought Buckley's was like a thing for everyone. I guess not. Um, ketchup potato chips. Um, yeah, and dill pickle chips, which I which are my dill pickle chips, dill pickle chips have made their way out here, and they're amazing. Like. They're good. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I actually – I remember, like, when my dad was at the airport one time, and uh, they were talking to this couple, and they were like, uh, what made you come down to, a, like, Canada or whatever? It's like, oh, we love the dill pickle and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was one of their reasons, yeah. Oh, man. Like, hey, uh, they're good. Trader Joe's has a dill pickle popcorn that's amazing. It's... Yeah. You know what, Trader – you know what my favorite thing from uh, Trader Joe's is? Their cookie butter. Can't get enough of their cookie butter. And – uh, their dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Oh, those dark chocolate burning. peanut butter cups? Oh, bro. All of them. Eat all of them. And uh, they're so good. Oh, my God. I haven't been to Trader Joe's in forever. Oh, we man. have – there's one in Bellingham, which is like a Washington state town, like close to Vancouver. Yeah, I think that's so, where I was thinking about moving because it's like an hour away from Vancouver. You want to move to Bellingham? I was thinking about and it. Not, Okay, over 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 Seattle. Um, only because I mean, I was also looking at Bellevue. I'd honestly, yeah, Bellevue is expensive. Yeah, that's that that I was think. my only thing Bellevue's that I, that really was keeping expensive. me out of Bellevue because I was like, ooh, Bellevue. You could also move to Redmond. I mean, Redmond is 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 close. Yeah, like all the studios, like Nintendo's there. I think Microsoft is there too. Um, but the thing about Seattle is Seattle's great because, um, it's cl- like it's close to Vancouver. But they also have, uh, like, I think the Pokemon Company International is based out of there. I don't think they do voice work from there. I don't think so, no. But Nintendo does. Nintendo does. Microsoft does. Valve is also out there. Oh, okay. Um, the guys that do Half-Life and, like, all those games. So, um, yeah, they, there's a ton of, like, game studios out there. And, um, you could pr- like, you could probably get, like, commercial work. I don't, I don't know, honestly. It, it's tough because, like... I mean, I'm assuming you can't you can't do Canadian voiceover work work right now. Right? I don't know. Well, it's weird because I mean, like, I know people that aren't Canadian that do stuff. I don't know. I think I would have to have an in somewhere 
That's the thing. Like, I think I would have to have an in at, like, I did talk to the guys at Arcana. I was like, hey, if you ever need, if you ever decide, you know, you want to do some auditions, you know, you let me know. I'll audition for it. I think, I think as long as you're in Vancouver, I, well, as long as you're doing it in your own country, it's fine. Um, because you're working in your own country and you're doing the contract in your yeah. own country. So it's like, yeah, that's why, you know, that's what, like I said earlier, like COVID, I'm actually able to book American gigs now because of COVID. Um, like I can actually work uh, now. Uh, yeah. So I can not only work from home, I can work from my own home country and like don't not have any, not have anything to not worry any about. Negative on anything. The, uh, yeah. On the, on that point. But, uh, I mean, you, you, you've obviously still got a lot on your mind in terms of like where to, where to, yeah, move, it's like, but... I have, it's, it's one of those, like my lease doesn't expire until February. So, I mean, like I still have okay. some time to like narrow down where exactly I'm going to go. Yeah. I mean, you, it's, you got a lot of options like, but honestly, I'd say to be honest with you, Vancouver's like, it's like an hour, it's like an hour and a half, two hour drive from like Seattle. It's not yeah. bad. And it's. And it's like, like you said, if you can't, like, I mean, COVID's going to end eventually, right? Exactly. So, I mean, and they're going to want to get people into the studio again, I'm sure. Um, so it's like, um, you might, you might as well, like, I don't know, again, up to you, but you got a lot of, a lot of yeah. options. It's, so. it's one of those, like, I'm looking to, to move in with, uh, one of my, uh, like a couple of my friends they're they're wanting to because like they completely moved his job over since covid happened to he's just all now work from home like they've they've told them they have zero desire to bring them back into the office because it's cheaper for them they were he works at a 3d printing company oh cool where well where 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 uh in in uh in here in california in southern cal in uh oh it's called oh you don't have to mention it's oh shoot where is it uh, you don't have to mention it if it's like too personal. Oh no, like, I, I don't think so. In, in in fact, if anything, it's uh, promo. Uh, he works at Matter Hackers, oh, okay. uh, and so like they, they do a whole bunch of you know anything and everything. They were like one of the only places um, since basically all of China like ran out of filament uh, because it was oh. everybody started doing three D printing stuff. They were like one of the only places in America that was still doing. 3d printing because they still had the warehouse and everything like that so they were they've been like crushing it in sales like they have not had a single dip in sales or anything since covid started so they've been doing well um good to hear but yeah like they yeah they basically said yeah we don't need any of you guys to ever come back like just stay just stay at work it's cheaper for us it's cheaper for you you don't have to drive you mean they went to china they went to china to... Oh no! Like what was happening is like when when everything kind of shut down, people were trying to get uh, filaments and everything, and yeah, yeah, you know, with the the American administration and putting all these uh, you know restrictions on Chinese imports, it was making it harder yeah. and harder to get. Different so they things. went to matter hackers. So yeah, so they went, they went to, matter to matter hackers, hackers. and matter hackers. Is sorry, like, but I, I'm 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 out of it. So sorry if I wasn't like paying attention. Uh, There's no oh, worries. There's no worries. I mean, I know you only woke up a little while ago. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but no, yeah, it's, uh, they've been, they've been good. So, and yeah, he gets to work from home from now on. So it's like, 
Like, if they'll let yeah. him work out of state, because, I mean, when you start working out of state, then you have all kinds of different, you know, unemployment taxes and withholding taxes that, you know, each company has to go through. So if they're willing mm-hmm. to let him move to Washington, then, yeah, you know, they're going to come with me. Otherwise, I think they're going to stay in California. But I'm still like, okay. Washington, though. That Washington looks pretty. Is that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but, oh, dude, Nick, this was this was super fun. We just basically talked about nothing the entire time, and I had a blast. Like, this helped my <laughs> and, uh, yeah. this helped my Friday out. Sometimes, sometimes it's nice to just like have no like single you know topic and just talk about everything. Oh yeah, um, I guess I should mention that uh, new gen before I yes. Before I leave. Uh, in fact, here I'll, I'll I'll set you up so you can I'll put this on a tee ball for you so you can knock it out of the park. So so Nick, uh, is there anything upcoming that you uh, you want to talk about? <laughs> Uh, or so sorry, I'm currently that you're allowed on... to talk about. Allowed to talk about those pesky um, NDAs. So yeah, so me and uh, me and uh, my friend, not me and my friend, uh, me and my brother are currently working on an animated series called New Gen. We actually we haven't started work yet, but uh, Bardell Animation, who also does the Dragon Prince, mentioned was mentioned. They're doing, I believe, they're doing the animation. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff in the works, casting-wise. Um, I can't talk about anything, but there's a lot of cool people attached. You guys are gonna be really excited with with who's a part of this project. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, just looking at everything, I'm going to see if I can find anything on Amazon, because the comic book stores around here aren't open. Um, yeah um there's i believe there's three comics i think and uh one of them i think is a prequel and there's yeah there's i think there's three different series yeah like i'm looking at the wiki and again who knows if all of that is correct uh gonna see if i can pick up any of these because they sound really interesting just looking at everything i like the it's very Mm -hmm. like what is this like ancient egypt-esque uh, I don't want to say I don't want to say anything about it, but we do have some key art that got released uh, that I've posted online. Like if you look up some articles regarding the uh, series and who is currently attached, you can see um, the character designs. Um, so we've we've got that, and yeah, I mean if you want to know more about it, there's the comics, and uh, yeah, so there's uh, there's that, and work should hopefully start on it. Uh, soon uh nick so wh- what about uh social media wise where can everybody find you social media wise uh you can find me on instagram uh so instagram.com slash the wolfhard and you can find me on twitter uh twitter.com uh you can find me at nick double underscore wolfhard so. double underscore look at you have to double, have underscore, double yeah. underscores <laughs> Um, <laughs> there you go. And we'll put those uh, in the link uh, in the show notes so that way you can uh, follow Nick. We'll also put the link to uh, Last Kids on Earth uh, so you can watch that. Um, we are also doing a giveaway if you want to win one of two copies of The Last oh. Kids on Earth. I don't know why I'm showing the camera. This probably isn't going to go up on YouTube. But You got the hard copy. Awesome. Yeah, man. Like the good, the good copies. Uh, yeah, I've got that too. Uh, yeah, so we're giving uh, two of these away. The other one's over there. Uh, we're giving two of these away. Um, really easy. All you have to do is follow uh, Atomic Comics. That's not it. It's Atomic Cartoons. You just got to follow Atomic. I told you, man. I I keep messing that up. Um, you just have to follow Atomic Cartoons on uh, Instagram and uh, follow What's Up Fandom on Instagram. 
uh, just comment your favorite uh, character from The Last Kids on Earth. Um, I'm sure, uh, you know, Nick would say Jack's probably the best character. Just saying. I don't know why he would think that. Um, no. Don't say that just because I'm here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all you have to do. And if you want a bonus entry, just tag two of your friends. Uh, really easy. Uh, and we're going to announce the winners. Um actually this week when this episode comes out so this uh hold on i got this josh remembers things uh we're going to announce the winners on the 16th of october so this friday uh we're going to announce the winners of these books uh and yeah see if you can get yourself a copy of last kids on earth super fun all right yeah um but dude nick again thank you so much for coming on this was this was oh, fun thank you, thank you so much for having me oh no problem awesome. you're welcome back anytime Thank you so uh, much. Whenever you yeah. want to promo stuff or just chat, we're here. For sure. Basically yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Uh, so what's up? F- wow. So for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. And I'm Nick Wolfhart. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Uh, we'll do a clap sync, so we'll do one, two, three, clap, one, two, three, clap. Then I'll just then when you send it, I'll just sync everything together, and we'll all be good. All right, so one, two, three, one, two, three, perf. We good? Okay, cool. All right, man, I love clap syncs. They're the best. I mean, they're super easy. They're like, the. Just, I was like, just gonna boom, say, boom. yeah, they're very easy to do. Is it so that like it's on your end and my end are both synced together? Exactly. Basically? So. Because so what it'll do, it spikes the audio. So I'll be able to take my spike, and then when I get your audio, I'm going to basically edit, cut it down to where the spikes happen, and then I'm going to take your spike and my spike and put them on top of each other. Okay. And then our audios are synced. Sounds good. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, okay. I want to make sure I got your name correct, too, because I always have yeah. to. Nick it's... Wolfhard. Yeah, that's it. You got okay. it. You got it. It's one of those, like, I've done it, but, like, we had, uh, like, the first time I had Jason Simpson on, I called, I kind of mumbled, like, Shimshin, uh, and it was like, well, we're done now. I've lost all credibility with everything, so now we have to, like, Shimshin. say it Say it at least once. <laughs> all right. Is there what? a Jason oh. Simpson in the house? Be- basically, Jason so is that yeah. we're looking for 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 Jason? Is that, is that his name? Uh, all right, here we go.